It is the Little Mental Health Project, and I, we are sitting outside at Blanche Sports Club on the football pitch, right in the middle. I am with Diana. Say hi, Diana. Oh, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Diana, um, also known as at I am not a goddess on social media. Um, yeah. Yeah. Good to be here. Yeah. Welcome. Sitting outside like too mental you. <laughs> <laughs> So Dan and I have this thing where we have dark mental health humor. Yeah. It's not healthy, but it's it's a great coping mechanism. (laughs) I don't recommend it though. Ten out of ten would recommend. (laughs) I mean, like if you can laugh about yourself and the things that you go through. I don't know. Maybe it's like a coping mechanism, but yeah, yeah, it's nice to laugh about it with somebody. It's nice to laugh through the pain. Yeah. So today we're just going to wing it. We're basically just going to talk about everything that's been going on. Um, I think what I wanted to share today was, I think I mentioned I was going to pick my life up and start going back to the gym. And uh, what happened the day I decided to start going back to the gym is I couldn't do it. (laughs) I walked into the gym and I saw everybody working out, looking happy and looking so in tune with the gym equipment if that's a thing I ran to the bathroom and I cried for the longest time I remember texting Diana and mm-hmm. just saying I can't go in there I can't do it like I had proper performance anxiety but um, I managed to get through that and why we're sitting outside a football pitch at Blanche Sports Club is because I just got done with a workout so yeah. that is progress my and you friends. did go back that day right yeah I, yeah, yeah I did yeah I did I did work out for 30 minutes I think I made a conscious decision to get a trainer and he's been helping me through it yeah yeah and it's great I mean you're like in this. <laughs> we worked out together yesterday and yeah I mean I'm glad it wasn't a competition <laughs> The reason we didn't work out together today because my body is sore, but... <laughs> Whoa, I thought you had plans. No, I didn't. My body is just sore and I'm feeling a little tired and lazy. But tomorrow, I'm going to the gym. I really thought you had plans. That's why we couldn't work out with me today. This morning? Yeah. And I just wanted to sleep in. Wow. Okay. I was really, I'm really tired. So I, that's I, I don't like. really think that's good for your mental health, but okay. I mean, yeah, resting is good for my mental health. <laughs> okay, yeah, it is. Self-care. But ditching gym is not good for your mental I mean, health, considering. <sighs> considering what? Like, you can't guilt trip me. <laughs> I enjoyed sleeping in and just, like, resting. Yeah. Because like, I think I really needed it. Yeah. Um, Oh, and you're talking about performance anxiety. I was going to talk about how that word is just weird. Yeah. Like, just <laughs> no, it is. Because, like, why, Dan? This is. I remember. I remember mentioning, uh, oh, like, I had performance anxiety. And the, this colleague of mine looked at me at work, like, you had what? <laughs> <laughs> like, you shouldn't say that. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't Stage say right, that. Maybe, like. It's a gym. I was okay. Who was I performing? You're for? having you're having panic attacks. Yeah, that's what's happening. Not like I mean, per, I mean it is performance anxiety, but yeah, that word has just like so many connotations. Yeah, it does. How long is your podcast actually? Um, we don't have to go over ten minutes. What? Yeah. No, oh, we're 15. just getting started. Yeah, we could go up to fifteen. 
like, or 20 or 30. Oh, <laughs> we can give people a good time. Yeah. And after all, the weather is really, really great. Yeah, it and is actually. It is, and yeah. And I just had coffee like two hours ago. Nice. So I'm feeling good. I wish I could have coffee, but... Oh, right. Yeah, the way my body's set up. Yeah. Yeah. I've been thinking about something. Oh, you're about to say something? I was about to say, I want you to tell us more about your therapy for a year. Yeah. And so like, I saw something that you posted on YouTube. Yeah. And yeah, I'm going to put the link of what she posted on YouTube with the description of the podcast. At like, so when you listen, okay, you you get it. Yeah. Um. So basically, October. Mm-hmm. Um. I think it was on the 20th or 28th, one of the two. Yeah. I that was my one year therapy. Mm-hmm. Ther- therapy. Therapy. I mean my friend sent it but I didn't read it properly so yeah. now I can't re-say it but like yeah. just one year of going through therapy yeah. um, basically since last year I've done almost almost weekly sessions mm-hmm. um, and when I started I remember that week when I officially so July, August was when I had fully decided okay I'm going to officially request to see a therapist and so um, all throughout September I was processing with that that with my work and all these things yeah and then october was when the first session i had mm. was you know mm. and i had a proper anxiety attack that week. Oh, like i couldn't man. sleep i couldn't like i was just like oh my gosh you're crazy 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 <laughs> you're gonna be in therapy like what does that even mean and, yeah um, and i remember like just how there was a lot of stigma in the community i was part of then mm. like and so that was even made it hard for yeah. me but i knew that like Honestly, my life depended on it. Okay. And there's something that I wrote that I'm not quite sure if I want to share yet. Okay. It's about gratitude, but I might put it on my blog. I'll, I'll see. It's about gratitude. Like, Are you going to text it to me tonight? Yeah, and then you can decide if I should put it up or not. Okay, yeah. great. <laughs> counting my joy. Okay. And this week I've just been feeling really grateful. And when I was writing, it was, I don't know if you've ever heard, it's like a phrase or something I heard in a sermon about how you imagine telling, like, the, the lame guy who Jesus had healed to not to not like walk around so much, yeah. or the person who couldn't speak who Jesus to healed them to not talk, talk so, so much. much, and it's yeah. like, how can I do that? Like when like I couldn't do this my entire life, and that's how I feel like. Where like this past two weeks have just been incredible for me because I've been able to live out my dreams. Yeah. Like I was in Tanzania for my ministry work, and then I came back and I was doing some digital content creating thing with the British Council yeah um, and then after I came back to the concert like planning my first like concert ever, concert ever like 2,000 plus people and it was epic you know and so and after the next day after that I had a call with like just one of my heroes like a yeah. woman who inspires me so much and I have her email and her number on my phone like yeah she knows me like she's like you inspire me and i'm like how do i inspire like it was just like a really like heartwarming past few weeks for me and so i was just like i'm really grateful and one of the things i wrote is like exactly this time last year depression had me bedridden like i could not get out of bed like the best i could do was take a shower yeah you know all week like what have you done today I've only taken showers this week and I've showered, go, went back to bed and yeah. that's all I've done, you know and it was just such a terrible and dark place, like, and I know you know how it feels where you're just not able to do anything and I'm a, I'm a passion driven person and yeah. so imagine being in a place where I'm like, I love my work so much, I love being in ministry 
but I'm not physically able to do that. Like, I feel dead. Like, I feel like a corpse, you know, like a person who's dead on the inside. And I hate that feeling because, like, <laughs> I'm such like a... <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. <laughs> laughing because you don't need to it, see? <laughs> this is what happens between me and Colina. <laughs> yeah, like, I just felt really dead inside. Yeah. And, like, yeah. and it just really sucked. And yeah. so, like... A year later, being in this place where I'm like, I'm, I'm pursuing everything, I'm writing my book, I'm doing my, my blogs, I'm doing every single thing that I am passionate about, and yeah. it feels so good to like be able to do that. And that's what therapy has done for yeah. me, to be quite honest. And the reason I'm referencing also to November is because I started therapy in October, yeah. but for the next three months after that, it was the worst. Like, yeah. I was literally in the test. I, I was worse when I started, like, literally worse after therapy than when I started yeah. and it was so so bad like, because it's like you're digging into something that mm-hmm. you didn't want anyone yeah. to see or yeah. you didn't want to unearth and yeah. all of a sudden it's it's out, there. it's out there like I also remember my first I think my first three sessions just sent me into horrible horrible disassociative mm-hmm. episodes like yeah. I think I mentioned I'd yeah, lose my memory because yeah. my brain for some freakish reason I don't understand how the brain works mm-hmm. you try to protect me yeah. and it's way of protecting me from yeah. all these things that I am digging out and like you know letting out there was to just make me yeah. forget protect me from everything yeah. so I'd be hanging out with people and all of a sudden I don't know who all of you are so yeah. your man like it's crazy, it's crazy. I it's the crazy. first it, it is it's crazy it's crazy, <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Um, um, yeah, and so it's, it was really rough, and yeah. um, I remember 15th of December around that time was my last session before Christmas, and yeah. I was just done, honestly, yeah. I was at a place where I'm like, I don't even know if I'm going to make it to next year, I'm not yeah. even looking forward to next, to next year. year, like, I'm, I'm, I'm done, I was suicidal, I was, everything had, like, depression gets you at, mm. um, but I had time off, and somehow by the time, like, January started, I was feeling better, yeah. and... I think those first months we were doing a lot of crisis work where she was more of trying to get me out of that crisis mode where yeah. like getting me like on my feet or whatever and then afterwards is when we started like, like digging a little deeper the more casual therapy of like what's on your heart today like yeah. more chilled and so like now I'm actually doing less sessions so yeah. I'm doing sessions two, two times a month instead of um, every week progress. which has been progress um, I got on medication in May in May, so that's been helping because I felt I was, you know, going, <laughs> going back. crazy. <laughs> no, yeah. like I was going back into where I was in October, and yeah. I was like, why is this happening? Yeah. And there was another guy who I saw informally through my workplace, and yeah. so we were doing a training session, and so I'd asked him like, hey, what's like the thought process for a therapist to put you on medication? And yeah. so I shared a bit of my life story with him, and he was like. It actually sounds to me like you might have like a mild case of bipolar disorder. Yeah. Um, but obviously, he doesn't know me enough to like diagnose like, you. Yeah, with but anything. it was like that's what your symptoms sound like. And oftentimes, if you've got like mild bipolar or bipolar or clinical depression or major depression disorder, yeah, you will experience depression, de- depressive episodes every three months. Yeah. And so it makes sense that like in January you like out of nowhere started to feel better yeah and that in april you're starting to feel you're going you know, downhill so mm. that's when when i came back and talked to my therapist went to a psychiatrist and started taking medication and that really has helped so i do medication and therapy which is what you should do 
not just take your medication yeah, or true. not take your medication oh okay <laughs> this is my podcast <laughs> let's just I put can't, that I out can't, there. i can't call you out on your podcast. i i now take my medication i yeah. set an alarm because um diana called me out on not taking my medication because i think for me like if i miss two days i'll be like okay i'm gonna confuse my brain let me yeah. stop and it also used to make me feel like i'm oh gosh, I'm so sick. I have to yeah. take medication just to be like a normal person. Yeah. And to me, I think that I was not to say in denial per se, but I thought if I stayed away from the medication, then the depression is going to go away. Yeah. I can convince myself to say, no, I'm fine. I'm not yeah. clinically depressed. I'm okay. I don't need to take medication at all. Yeah. But you know, um, I think we spoke about this, that Emma, um, a friend of ours actually mm-hmm. mentioned that, um, medication or antidepressants are a way of god saying i'm here for you you know like i'm trying to help you to get better so yeah Yeah. um take your medication if you're on medication take your medication and go to therapy i'm currently this is my third third therapist that i'm meeting now because (laughs) i know I've been therapy shopping and and no to be honest my psychiatrist said it's okay to be a therapy hole it is okay to be a therapy hole you have to connect the title of this podcast yeah I think therapy hole yeah that's that's a good one you have to connect with who you're doing therapy with my first therapist was was amazing but he has a lot on his plate and I'm at a place where I can't afford to miss sessions so I tried out someone and um I thought she was cold, like mm-hmm. we couldn't connect. And I know she's supposed to be, I don't know if indifference is yeah. what therapists are supposed to I don't be, think so. but she was very indifferent and impartial and yeah. impersonal. Yeah. Impartial is not the right word, oh yeah. gosh, impersonal rather. Yeah. And I thought you have to get personal with me. We don't have to be friends, but yeah. I mean, this is my mind we're dealing with. Yeah. So I, I didn't like that. And so I started doing almost therapy with my psychiatrist for like a couple of weeks Mm -hmm. and that's when she suggested another therapist for me fortunately now in this country we're lucky to say i can be a therapy whole you know compared to like a couple of years back when it was just one person yeah Yeah, so my whole ways were not going to work out yeah yeah and why are you texting sorry (laughs) dana is so rude i'm not rude. why are you texting Um, okay, what did I, I wanted to, remember a Sunday you said something to me, no, last week Sunday you said happy looks good on you, Yeah. you know, and that got me thinking to say, every time I see you, I'm not seeing, um, not to sound cliche, or not to sound like the typical human being that doesn't understand men- mental illnesses, or doesn't understand not to be stereotypical to say like a mentally de- mentally ill person should look a certain way yeah. or you know you should be walking around in the mental health hospital for me to say like you yeah. know you have a mental illness like when i look at you i see someone who's like always serving and you know yeah. always going above and beyond for people and um a friend of mine said you look so happy i don't think you're depressed what? you know yeah. like um i'm sorry like <laughs> like i could be pretending one mm-hmm. Two, uh, depression doesn't mean I can't be happy. There are days yeah. when I'll be happy and I can't be happy. Yeah. And um, I just 
like how do you you know navigate that where people you know say oh no you don't look, you look too happy for depression or yeah. when people look at you and you like want to share your story because obviously in this day and age like if you share your story like I said I believe in vulnerabilities healing yeah. if you share your story and you're able to talk to people about what's going on with you and you feel like they're going through the same thing uh, sharing your experience means you open up to people you're yeah. vulnerable and people can are allowed now to say things like but you look happy yeah. you don't look depressed or better yet remember that man who said this depression oh, needs to stop, this needs to stop. <laughs> or it's going to become oh, natural oh, so. oh. you need to stop tolerating it yeah. it's, 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 I think I remember the first time I heard that, like, yeah. the first time I ever actually remember being, like, depressed. Mm-hmm. I think I had depression before, but this was, like, in uni, I think I was in second year, and yeah. it was after I'd become a Christian. Yeah. I had, for a whole semester, I was so depressed to the point that I lost hair right in the middle of my head. Yeah. Like, I had a patch of, like, You're crazy. About crazy. <laughs> I know. And I was, it was so scary, and, like, throughout the entire semester... Mm. Uh, I was just like this like happy-go-lucky kid like who's always happy always smiling like that's like who I easily am as a person yeah. like if you know me like I'm I would like to think I wouldn't say bubbly because yeah. I know bubbly people yeah uh, but yeah, I'm not a bubbly yeah, person yeah. but I am very like I don't yeah. know how to explain have, it have you noticed that most people who are clinically depressed mm-hmm. or have major depression or suffer from some form of mental illness mm-hmm are always super yeah, yeah out there like yeah. super happy and well, then the other thing for me is like i think it also has to do i don't know i want to get into enneagram but like yeah with the enneagram which like i'm sure you've had heard like yeah i talk about it yeah yeah <laughs> i'm a four right yeah. and in terms of stress i moved to a two yeah which is the helper so mm-hmm. it's always feeling the need to like over overperform, over serve yeah. and i think part of it had to do with that but also so i remember sharing that with my friend to say like last semester like i was depressed and she was like it's like i'd never imagine you being depressed you like so yeah you're so happy and all of this yeah. but i think which was fair like she didn't know i didn't tell her yeah. but what i've learned more recently is like every time i talk about my mental health like I'm realizing not everybody's a safe space. Yeah, like you can't true. like not everybody has a right to hear that story. And <laughs> not everybody has a right to hear no. that story. Yeah. And sometimes like I learn the hard way where I open up and I think this person is safe mm. and then they make a comment that's like, "Oh, so you aren't safe and I know what not to talk about yeah. with you." And so knowing that that side of me like because people who are closest to me, I think in the times where like, I was depressed, like you could see it. And I think there was a time where it was physically starting to show like bags under my eyes kind of thing. Oh, and like it started I think to some extent even affected affecting my body. Like I think my mental health like and my physical health like at some point intertwined when I was sick last year. Mm. And it kind of went hand in hand with like my sick. Sick Mac what? Sick Sick Mac sick. Okay. <laughs> and so but that's why like I think now when like <clears throat> now i have people like telling me like hey like you're glowing like you look yeah. happy like you genuinely look happy like my face has changed you look, look happy see happy and you, you look have happy. hair <laughs> and i have hair <laughs> and like there was a picture i was looking at when i was doing this still healing series and yeah. i was like oh my gosh like look at my face then and look yeah. at my face now yeah. like it just looks so different but i think for me it's like knowing that not everybody has a right to 
to share and hear yeah. my story yeah. and which is weird when you put your story out on the internet right yeah. um, but i think it's also a chance to mm. educate people to yeah. say like depression doesn't have one face no it doesn't um, Ex- exactly it doesn't the face that we often face. don't yeah. show is the one that the we depressed are depressed one yeah when when it's the battles are realer when it's just you yeah and yourself yeah. you know and your mind yeah. in your room or whatever which is yeah. why like i don't know if it's the same for you but for me like often when i'm depressed one major red flag is as an especially as an introvert when i find myself wanting to spend a lot of time with people yeah like it's like are you okay like because yeah. like last year i would spend a lot of time with people i have no business like yeah. hanging out with like yeah. i just wanted to like get out like yeah. whatever like if i'm not at home then i don't have to face my demons but yeah. every time where i've dropped everybody home and now i'm driving home would be like oh crap yeah, i have to face myself to again face myself. you know yeah. um and, and and facing yourself is like one of the most difficult yeah. demanding I, I don't know I don't know what word to use and but I, I, I hear that and I think that's kind of like what makes therapy hard yeah. like that whole you have to look yourself in the mirror you have to be like, fully present and yeah. willing to you know just yeah. cut things yeah. and like stab stab I don't know okay. <laughs> like that's, that's a weird analogy but yeah. okay no but like sometimes it feels like stop stop asking me questions you yeah. know i'm not ready to face this and yeah. like there are times when i'm in therapy and i just completely zone out yeah. it happened it hasn't happened with my new therapist but yeah. i remember my first therapist had to get me to see a physician because he thought my blood sugar was low because yeah. my brain was refusing yeah. to like i don't want to talk about this and my brain just took over to say no we're not talking about yeah. this and like it also happened recently with my psychiatrist when she was like you know dabbing as my therapist because um i couldn't like get an appointment and she actually said to me like you realize you wrapped yourself with your arms you were yeah. just protecting yourself and yeah. you looked like you were ready to defend your territory like yeah. even physically did you even notice yourself do yeah. that and i'm like i didn't because at that point my brain was just like i am not ready to face this mm-hmm. i do not want to deal with this yeah. Hmm. It's like, hard, yo. There's like two things I want to talk about, but yeah. I feel like this episode is going to be like super the long. The longest. Yeah. You know what we can do is we can put out another episode in 3 days. Like okay. we can continue from where we've stopped. Okay. Because I think this is going to go okay. That's like okay. 21 minutes. So we're going to continue it now or like we can continue it next time. Okay. And then we have more interesting things to talk about. Okay. okay. Because I'm going to want you to start working out again. I mean I'm going to the gym tomorrow. Okay, yeah. no, I'm but I'm sure. just I'm just like when your body sore you don't bail on me and especially make me believe you have things to do. That's not what I said. I just but said I'm not able to today. But you let me to believe. You met you led me to believe you weren't going to show up because No, that's not what I said. Okay. I said I'm just going to not but be Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, two things I want to talk about yeah. like just to give people a teaser. Yeah. I want to talk about oops. Hmm. You're still texting on my podcast. <laughs> Two you things know, you wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about like um yeah and depression. Yeah. Like oh yeah. And just like I mm. noticed that like, I have to fight harder for like my joy at the end of the year like yeah. I'm just so exhausted. Mm. And also like the language of like normal and abnormal yeah. and how like person you have stopped using like the word normal like to describe like people people who, who don't who struggle don't with struggle. mental health and like this how like unhelpful. Oh, well, 
about it. <laughs> I would really. Um, no, I'm messing. We're yeah, not abnormal. You know. You're not abnormal for having a mental illness. Yeah, Don't so, listen to me. Yeah. Don't listen to Kobe Listen now. to Diane. <laughs> listen to our podcast. Just don't. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want us to kind of like dig deeper okay. into. Like, so, do you, normal, think, normal. do you think we could tackle that in three days? Sure. Like, what's three days? I'm, I'm going to the longest one. So. How long are you in the longest one? I think we I shouldn't discuss this on the podcast. So we're just going to say bye to <laughs> this project and subscribe, share. Um, you know, if you need to talk to someone, get in touch with someone. I always put a number of Mental Pulp. Um, it is an online service that offers psychological help and now they have an uh, they have a website up and running i am also going to put the link in the description of the podcast and um like i said i'm also going to put a link in uh the podcast of uh, diana's work so you can check it out and uh that's all we had for today yeah yeah thanks for having me this thank you fun. for coming we should do this again right yeah. here on this peach okay yeah and just okay. look like two weird black people yeah I mean, yeah plotting <laughs> okay, thank you for listening. Say bye, Dad. Oh, bye, Diana. Wow, Diana. <laughs> bye. <laughs>